All right, here we go. Let us begin with a prayer. So grateful. Hmm. So grateful and so thankful to open our hearts and minds to the power and the presence of perfect love, which is our true identity. So grateful and so thankful to know that right where we are, God is fully and completely. Hmm. So grateful and so thankful to say yes to the unlimited and the unprecedented. So grateful to join together for a holy purpose, the purpose of knowing our true identity. So grateful to recognize that right where we are, God is good. So grateful to declare that we are willing to be truly helpful and to open our hearts and minds to the infinite, to divine direction, divine insight, divine clarity. Allowing ourselves to be that full expression of divine wisdom, divine beauty and truth. This is the purpose of our joining together. And we're grateful and we're thankful to accept our conversation as a healing opportunity for us. And we're truly sharing the benefits with our clients sharing the benefits with all beings because we're one with them. So grateful to let it be. We allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes, indeed. And I got a question from Barbara. Uh, she isn't able to join us at this time, so she gave me a question to bring up and discuss in class. So, she says, After identifying unworthiness as the reason for my inability to go deeper into prayer, I had a counseling session with Rainbow, and being unworthy came up again. In fact, I really realized that this is my core issue. It really shook me. I was very tired after the session. It felt so right. Even playing small stems from this. Later, I had a session with my client, and this came up for her. My question is, I don't have all the answers for myself and have some resistance, although I am so happy to have under uncovered this. How can I help? And so this is something that we talked about in the training. And I think we've talked about it since then. But it, it's always worth bringing up again. So part of what we can talk about right now is that, And I say we can talk about it, but I'm the only one here talking. <laughs> but uh, uh, I always feel everybody's present even when they're not here. It's wonderful that way. So uh, one of the things, there are two two things here. There's the unworthiness, which I think is very much worth talking about. And then there's also the experience of the client bringing you your issue. Now, the the clients are always going to bring you your issue or some version of it. They really are, or much of the time. They're going to bring you the, your issues. In fact, I was just talking with Venerable and my friend Shan, and we were talking about something, and someone said, uh, well, Shan said to me, she said, oh, it's so interesting that someone would bring you that issue because that, uh, and it wasn't a counseling client, it was just a life experience, someone would bring you that issue because you're so not that. And I said, oh, but I used to have that same behavior. So I have a lot of compassion for it. I really have a deep understanding for it. And so why would it be that our issues are brought to us by our clients. It's to help us understand them. 
It's also to help us really get to cognize that this world is a projection and that we're one with everyone. So where we may judge ourselves for feeling unworthy, do we judge our clients for feeling unworthy? You see? So the client can come to us with our own issue in order to help us have compassion for ourselves. It's frequently the case. Frequently, the client will show us an issue that we've been unable to or unwilling to really look at. But the client will help us to see it, to see what we haven't been willing to see. So you see, everything is working together for our good that way. It's pretty cool. Now, in terms of you being able to help your client, Barbara, this is where our practice of surrender and willingness supports us in being able to be a good practitioner. And then not only does our client have a healing experience, we have a clearing healing experience. And that is a wonderful and amazing thing, a great benefit. This is transpiring for us in these counseling opportunities. There's so much healing and learning. So we don't go to the session thinking that we know it all. We don't know it all. But, I mean... Of course, as spirit, we, we know everything there is to know because there's one mind. But we're remembering who we truly are. And working with the client helps us to remember. And the more we remember, the more we can help the client to remember. So in this way, all things work together for our good. One of the most critical things, and, and this I talked a lot about in the training. You, remember, you can go back and review those videos. Uh, and it's definitely worth reviewing because it's been a year now, so it would be really good for people to go back and review those videos if you haven't been doing that. In the beginning of the session, we're turning it over. We're putting spirit in charge, not our personality. So we're going to be listening to the infinite. In the training, I talked about how I thought that I had to know everything. And I would get so frightened uh, by about sitting with a client and feeling like I didn't know, like I didn't have all the answers. And now I know, but it took me a few sessions to realize, which is that Spirit's going to handle everything if I just turn it over. Only the ego feels insecure. The Spirit has no threat. Only the ego is threatened. So you might recall in the training I would talk about Asking Jesus for help. Jesus, help me, help me, help me, help me, Jesus. <laughs> that kind of thing. And I, I was afraid. I was afraid that I would be inadequate. And I wanted to help the person. But then my prayers were answered and I was guided and led to exactly what to say and what to do. And And this is that beautiful prayer of surrender and being truly helpful that's on page 28 in A Course in Miracles. I'm here only to be truly helpful. And the one who sent me will provide everything I need, all the guidance, tell me where to go and what to say and what to do. And as long as I don't rely on my own opinions and judgments, I will be divinely led and guided to the very highest and best. And I will learn to heal. I will learn to be a healing presence as I am healed. And and that's really our journey with this. 
it's amazing. It's so wonderful and beautiful, and it's so perfectly ordered. So the thing that brings the great benefit, you're unmuted there. Hello, Miss Anna. 
Well, let's see here. And Barbara, while I have your attention, I think I don't have from you a photograph to put with your bio on the website. So I just need that from you, and then we can put you on the website. I don't think I have the photograph. I'm trying to remember now. I'm just going to go look at that counseling page while I have a minute. So I haven't looked at it quite recently. I know we added Jesse. And, um, yep, I think, Barbara, I'm just waiting for that... Uh, from you, and uh, yeah, I hope you're getting referrals. Uh, I know you are. You've told me you are, and and I'm very much interested in helping people who would like to do a Finding Freedom group. We'll be doing some more promoting of Finding Freedom. Uh, I've got a Living a Course in Miracles class coming up in April, mid-April. And uh, so uh, I believe sometime before then or early April, we'll be promoting Finding Freedom and uh, finding different ways to promote it. Very happy to support you in doing a group if you choose to do one. You can do it on phone, online, or in person. I'm very happy to help you create a model for that and uh, give you that extra support. And uh, I will start mentioning, uh, I realize I haven't been mentioning the counseling option. I will um, I think I'll send an email to everyone in Finding Freedom and let them know about that, and I'll also post it in the um, Finding Freedom Facebook group again and uh, in the Masterful Living group. So, Barbara, give me that photo, please. Trying to think what else I can share with you about. I'm not sure what's happening with Amina. I think she's just trouble having trouble holding a signal. I am going to England tomorrow. I'll be in England for just over a week. Uh and then I'm in Phoenix for a week. Hmm. The folks in Masterful Living this year, all levels, year one, two, and three, are just having a remarkable year. And I, I really feel it's the energetics of healing and expansion. Uh was just talking with Venerable, and uh, she was talking about how the energy of Uranus, Uranus, the planet, is helping bring to light uh, lots of sort of, mm, what, did, what did I call them? Uh, oh, just patterns of uh, irritation, frustration inconsistencies so it's a wonderful time to be more attentive to be more awake and more alert to the patterns that are going on 
Everything works together for our good. Well, and I guess it's good for everyone to note that if you can't be here for our monthly call, uh, which is just to support you and answer any questions that you have, that uh, you can type a question and send it in, submit it in writing, like Barbara did. It's always good to know that. I'd like to be able to offer another spiritual counseling training intensive, uh, perhaps later in the year, later in the summer. It just depends on whether or not my staff can handle one more thing. So uh, at this point, no, we've got Living a Course of Miracles on our plate, but I would like to offer another counseling training and perhaps uh, it's possible for you to come and assist. That would be lovely. So we'll look at that possibly happening later in the year. I'm also interested in doing some one-day spiritual counseling trainings for uh, professional counselors and coaches, professional therapists, to give them some insights about spiritual counseling. So I guess I'll just uh, remain on the line here and be still and send you all some healing positive energy. We'll see if anyone joins.
fighting off a little cold that my beautiful grand oh, granddaughter, goddaughter, <laughs> and her sister seem to have shared with me. Helping me to boost my immune system.
Hello? Hey. Hi, it's Rainbow. Hey, Rainbow. How's it going? Good. I just finished my meeting and thought I'd hop on the last few minutes here. Is anyone else on the call? Just me. Oh, well, hi. Hi. Yeah, I was just hanging out, blessing and praying for everybody's well-being and for their clients and uh yeah and uh Barbara had posed a question so at the first 20 or so minutes of the recording um there's that question uh, that I discussed so Barbara would have okay. the recording and it was actually something that came up uh out of an experience of having done a session with you oh okay yeah, and she asked me to see if you had anything to contribute to it. So briefly, um, she had the experience of, uh, in a session with you, she got clear that she had this issue of unworthiness, which she hadn't mm-hmm. seen before. And that was really helpful to her. And then she, that same day, uh, she had a session with a client, and that was the client's issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was asking about the correlation between uh, the practitioner has a client with the same issue the practitioner has. And um, so have you ever experienced that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think even in that session with her near the end, I kind of mentioned, and and I totally relate, like this is, you know, something that I've been working on too. Um with that, like, unworthiness being that kind of core um, false belief to work through. Um, Yeah, and sometimes another thing I notice is just, like, a pattern of something that that I seem to be working on or Mm -hmm. learning about, and then all of a sudden, like, it seems very relevant to my clients during that time, you know, and it's like, well, um, you know, there's one way I can look at it. I'm like, well, am I just, like, kind of, forcing or whatever, like, this is going to apply to this because this is what I'm using right now, or is it really, you know, I think the truth of it really is that it's um, all just, like, divinely planned as, like, as I'm working on stuff and a certain teaching and a certain um, practice or something a lot, then that seems to be the practice that I share with other clients that seem to be effective for them with whatever's going on with them, too. So I think it's just kind of... um, works that way i don't know (laughs) exactly it surely does that spirit brings to us the clients that have our issues so that we can see them more clearly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh and 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 that's the teaching of a course of miracles that uh i am healed as i learn to to heal i'm i'm sharing with others and that's my healing Mm mm-hmm and so what I was talking about was, earlier was for the practitioner to let go of any idea that they are uh, somehow unworthy or not able to support the client even in healing their issue when they have the same issue. Because all is one. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what I found is I'm able to, with a client, surrender to that space and receive insight in a way that comes through for the client that is different than if I were like sitting in the problem myself, you know, it's um, because I'm in that space of um, that practitioner consciousness, you know, and opening up to that. So that's the gift of how it's like a win-win because it's like we can, um, yeah, have that own insight uh, for ourselves from that place that's different than if I'm just kind of trying to work on something myself. Exactly. Mhm. Exactly. Very true. Mhm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's quite wonderful that it works that way. And I was saying before that the only time we can get in our way is when we think that we're supposed to already know and mm-hmm. be, be prepared or have healed it before mm-hmm. we can be a healing presence. So it's it's wonderful practice for us to let go of the ego attachment of thinking that we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And to not rely on 
our own judgments and opinions, but to open up to spirit. So it, it teaches us that, and uh, and it helps teach us about the one mind. It's quite wonderful. Mhm, mhm. Client sessions are a great way to practice holy relationship. Mhm, mhm, for sure. Yeah. Did you yeah, have anything? Yeah, and then to be able to like. Go ahead. I was just thinking, then to be able to apply that in life in other ways is, you know, sometimes um, this is just coming to me, you know, so it's like in the world of just whatever my day-to-day activity is and if I feel, you know, conflict with someone or something, to then in my mind picture, okay, well, how would I be with this person if they were my client and I was sitting down and knowing the truth of them, you know, uh, that could be kind of a fun thing to do <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yes so that's being able to hold that practitioner consciousness all the time yep mm-hmm. <clears throat> did you have uh anything that you'd like to bring up or talk about i didn't you know i um i wasn't really expecting or planning to be on the call and then when i you know, notice the time and I had a few minutes, I just thought I'd just add my voice and say hi. So nothing, nothing more. Just happy to mm-hmm. to be here. <laughs> Great. Uh, I, I just want to mention that uh, on the website where the counselors are listed, so right now it's you and Amina and Jesse. Mm-hmm. And uh, when peop- every time the page refreshes, the order of the three of you changes. So it, so when the person goes back to the page, a new person is at top. So right. um, yeah, it just keeps changing. Just wanted to mention that. And um, I also mentioned that uh, if anyone would like any kind of support in starting a Finding Freedom group or running a Finding Freedom cra- class. Uh, I'm happy to help with that. And while I have you, I uh, was thinking of reaching out to um, uh, Joan, perhaps. Uh, I I noticed that uh, in April, in the middle of April, I'm speaking at the Course in Miracles conference in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, I don't have direction yet on the rest of the month where I'm going. I'm looking at going to Kauai for Mm. six months or so. I'm feeling really guided to go out to Kauai for a while. And, um, which is, uh, about cultivating the stillness and, and yeah, because it's very still in Kauai. And, um, but, uh, what came up for me was to, uh, possibly stop in Chicago and do a workshop for practitioners, but also to support you if there's anything I can do to support you in building your practice. Awesome. Yeah, so to think about that. So that would be mm-hmm. in in April. And we have a all day, we have practitioner meetings once a month, and in April we have an all day retreat uh, scheduled. I don't remember the exact date right now, but that, if that could possibly line up, that would be lovely. And I don't know if they have uh, what the exact agenda is, um, but I imagine it's still pretty open. And I, I'm feeling like it's like the somewhere either the third weekend, it's a Saturday, I believe, um, of the month. But I'm not, I can't quite remember. But anyway, but that's. Okay. The third weekend, I think, is the weekend of the conference, but... Okay. Yeah. Um, who who would I tell about that? Yeah. Um, either jo- Joan uh, okay. is a person to coordinate as far as the practitioner stuff um, and or Lola. Okay. You know, so, um, you know, maybe even an email to both of them or reach out to both of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because then I've thought about um, possibly doing a Finding Freedom group here over the summer. I thought it would be good to do, like, you know, kind of in um, July and possibly into August, you know, like taking that kind of some time over the summer. So, anyway, just figuring out that with schedules and how that would work as a 
a group in person here. Um, mm -hmm. But that could time out well if if that works out for you to come in the spring and then to, to have something like that scheduled for the summer that could lead into that. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Nice. It is nice. I did a Finding Freedom in person once where uh, I was still doing the class on the phone, but we were having sessions in person as well. Mm -hmm. And um, it was great because we used those in-person sessions to really dialogue and talk yeah. personally. Um, and so that that is my hope that people will uh, do that where they can have that extra support in going through the the teachings and uh and I definitely would obviously promote that on my website and and I can do target to uh, an area. Okay, great. Mhm. Mm yeah, I think I'd like to do that cuz yeah, cuz then people can, you know, go through the class on their own. Yeah. And then we come together and discuss it and maybe even like, you know, bring our work workbooks and kind of go over because that's one of the things I found in the class that I would look at some of the, the workbook activities and be like, oh, I don't know. You know, it's like hard for me to kind of generate ideas, but as soon as other people start sharing theirs, well, this is what I, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And when we would do that, you know, and, and people would share something, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that. Oh, and that too, and that happens, you know. So I think that's that's a benefit to being doing some things in person too to with some yeah. of those workbook exercises and then it gets people to actually do them I would imagine um, more when you're accountable to a in-person group <laughs> yeah you know if I'm showing up at a certain time with people I'll like, oh I better listen to this first and you know that kind of thing so that could be yeah I'd really enjoy that and do you listen to the sacred circle calls at all I haven't recently. Um, I was regularly for a while, and I need to get them back because I, 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 it's easy when I have them on my phone, but it's not like a podcast like the other things. But right. I can, I can figure out a way to do that. So what I did before is I like downloaded some of my computer and then moved them to my phone, and I listened to those. Right. Um, when I'm like you know traveling back and forth and walking around going to the train, so I just need to do that again. Um, Right. And kind of listen to those. That's a way. That's a good reminder because that's what I need to do. If I do that, then I have it set up, and it's easier for me to to use that way. So, do you find that helpful? Listening to those helpful in terms of having a greater understanding of counseling. I do. Um, it really, more of I just think it's interesting, like the questions people ask, and and listening to how you. Um, respond, you know, and even even just like technical stuff as far as, you know, what I hear you saying is or, um, you know, from my experience, da, 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 you know, and just kind of hearing those kind of things. Um, I, I realized recently that I am more of a kind of audio learner. Like I really, I learned that I think doing the classes, I really enjoy listening to stuff. So even with some classes I'm taking here at Bodhi, I've gotten um, like books on tape and, mm -hmm. like, listening to those over and over and over. And, um, you know, even, like, the Science of Mind audio, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed listening to that. So, anyway, yeah, so listening to that and, and um, then it um, hearing how you address the questions and respond in that way gets in my mind, so to speak, you know. So then it's like, oh, so then it kind of becomes more um, accessible for me right, um, as well. So, yeah. Good, good. Well, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have um, my assistant edit out the the blank spot where I was praying and meditating in between finishing answering Barbara's question and you joining us. Okay. And um, so that people can download and listen to um, the earlier part of the recording and, and this part. And, yeah. Um, well, I have to say I really enjoyed listening to the last one, too, with you and Jesse. Um, oh, yeah. Discussion. It was really good. Good. To listen to that. So I enjoyed that, too. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah, and I was saying, you'll hear me say, I was saying that... Um, 
as as soon as my uh, team, my staff support have the ability, I'm going to offer another spiritual counseling training because people are really Mm -hmm. asking me for it. And then I'll open up the opportunity for people who would like to come and assist. So uh, the four of you, Barbara, Amina, Jesse, and you, Rainbow, um, Mm -hmm. could come, uh, you know, and assist if if you were interested. Uh, Yeah, I would love that for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. It could be it, good to kind of re, you know, like re-engage sure. with that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what I would like to do when I do it again is I'd like to do it for a longer time and make it more of a whole week and less intensive. Mm-hmm. So instead of going all day and night like we did, but to uh, give people more of a chance to do sessions with each other and more of a chance to have some process time and um, uh, some downtime, some personal time. And also uh, what I'm also looking to do is to a couple of things. One is to offer Finding Freedom itself in a way that therapists and counselors and people who need CEUs, continuing education licensing units, that they Mm -hmm. could get those. So that's something that you all could promote and earn income from. And uh, the other thing is that I am looking to do one-day events in major cities, which would be uh, just a one-day spiritual counseling event for people who were interested in getting a taste of it and also for therapists and practitioners to add some insights and skills to the work that they're already doing. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely would love to do one of those in Chicago. Yeah, great. Yeah. So, uh, again, it just requires my staff being uh, more capable. Mm-hmm, hmm Yeah. So we're getting ready to do Living a Course in Miracles again in mid-April. Wow. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that'll be fun. All right. I'm going to pray us out. Perfect. So we're grateful and thankful to open our hearts and minds to the unlimited, unprecedented power of love once again, declaring ourselves willing to be truly helpful and to listen to the guidance that's always leading us to the very highest and best choices. What I know for each and every one of us is that we are the living, loving presence of God. So when we call the name of God, we're calling our own name. And what I know for each and every one of us is that we are actively dissolving and resolving all belief in unworthiness. Indeed, and we're holding that high watch for ourselves, for each other, and for our clients. So grateful that the unworthiness has never been true, will never be true, and is not now true. What's true is that we are perfect love, the perfect givers and receivers of love, and we're willing to walk in that awareness and share the benefits with everyone. So we're grateful and thankful to make our life a holy offering of love. In gratitude, we allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. And so it is. Mm-hmm. Good to hear your voice, Rainbow. You too. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. I love you too. Take care. Love all you right. all. Bye-bye. The moderator has left the conference.